Hi, I'm Lena. And I'm Kiara. And you're listening to Take It To Go, a one-stop shop podcast about all things life, love, and LOL worthy. Today we are talking about all the red flags from dating. No, I, yeah, I don't like we're that. We're getting into it. We're getting it. You don't like that? I don't like that. Can we talk about green flags too? We can talk about green flags too. We can talk about green flags, beige flags, red flags, all the flags. So we're talking about all flags that you see in dating, <laughs> but mostly red we're flags. Into it. But first, I want to point something out. I was doing some podcast research. And you know okay. what I learned, Lena? What? There are millions of podcasts that are published. There are around three to four million podcasts out there right now. Okay. And today I learned that 44% of podcasts have fewer than three episodes. And this is episode number four for us. Look at us go. How, how about a round of applause for that? We are in the top 56% of podcasts in terms <laughs> oh. of publication. Honestly, pat yourself on the back and pretend like it comes from me because <laughs> we've been talking about making a podcast since college and we had that one episode. So actually, we have a podcast out there that's one of those statistical numbers because it only has one episode. And to come back, <laughs> how how many years? Four or five years later? No, four, three or four years later. And yeah. now have a podcast, be on episode four of this podcast doing it with no prior experience in this game. It's honestly, it's you. I mean, because you do so much work, you know what you're doing and getting our episodes published. So thank you so much, Kiara. Flowers to you. And you do all the editing. You do our <laughs> shorts, our reels. That way people can actually learn about our content. It's a team effort. It's a team effort. But I'm glad we're a team. So, And I'm glad we're actually doing it. So yay. I'm yes, so glad. Yay Happy. to us. Today's a, this is a good day. This is a big accomplishment. And, you know, once this we get it published. This is a celebratory day. Yes. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And we're just going to keep going. I mean, I don't think you or I have talked about it much, but I mean, I know I'm so in 100%. We're just going to keep it going every other week, maybe even every week if we actually have time going on later in our lives. But sure. it's just a nice. Absolutely. It's such a nice thing to do. So if you can start a podcast, I would say start a podcast. But before you do, listen to us and see what you can learn. I think it's also fun too. Like I, I like that it's like a new chapter in my life that gives me some new projects, some new entertainment, some new things to work on and focus on. Like creating and running a podcast, like it, it technically isn't hard to do, but finding the the time and the dedication, the motivation to do it and do it right. Make sure it's a quality thing out there that you've got all the equipment. That does take effort and work. And to me, I think it's a it's been a very valuable use of my time. And I'm happy to Definitely. be doing it with my best friend. Me too. Me too. It couldn't be better. So on the topic of red flags, what do we have first? Red flags. So this I discovered this on Twitter last week, and I sent it to you because we did say we talk about all things life, love, and LOL worthy. This is the love part of it, and more than 1.4 million people saw this tweet from at Shoe on Head, and mm -hmm. she posted this research that has 
all of the red flags and green flags in a partner. And if you're watching this on Spotify or watching this on YouTube, then you will see a an image of the red flags and green flags superimposed. But we're going to run down the list and we are going to go line by line and identify which red flags are for us, which flags are green flags, which ones are beige. And what's interesting about this data is that it also like segments it out based on what women consider to be red flags and what men consider to be red flags. And there's actually a little bit of like separation between the two. And we haven't even like really seen this. I just like saw it and was like, let me save this for the pod. So I'm looking forward to actually seeing what men do and do not consider to be red flags. Me too. I haven't seen the list at all. I know Kiara sent it to me. Um, So I've been holding this one a secret. So I'm excited to see what's on the list. Let's do it. Do you want to start with the green flags or the red? Let's start with the red flags. Red flags. Okay. The first red flag. Honestly, wait, I think all of these are kind of the I know they're not the same. They're slightly different. There's a lot of overlap between the green flags and the red flags that they ask people about in this research, but we'll try to not do any duplicates. Okay, first one, (laughs) red flag. They identify as a MAGA Republican. So 76% of women called this a red flag. 59% of men said that this was a red flag. Lena, what is this for you? I, I would put it as a red just because they have a certain personality trait that I don't think aligns with what I would want in a partner. I also would put this as a red flag, but like not for the reason that people might think. To me, identifying as not just like a political, like making, to me, like a red flag is making any political party that big of, like of a part of your identity. Like to me, politics should not be that paramount to you that it's like I wear the make America great again hat I've got the flag flying outside my house it's on my car I've got the bumper sticker that to me like is just a red flag in general oh yeah I mean it's the same with like the Bernie Sanders era where people were wearing the Bernie hats and the Bernie shirts red flag to me like stay away from me I don't need somebody that makes <laughs> politics their personality so <laughs> I'm the or same as the, you 100% the the Reagan Bush hats. Like, I know it's like a very fratty thing and it's so popular at like the Kentucky Derby or whatever. But to me, it's like, if you are wearing a politician's name on your shirt, you have done something wrong. You have strayed in some way. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. Number two. Up next, number two. They have no hobbies. 66% of women called this a red flag. 60% of men called this a red flag. What do you think? Beige flag. You think this is a beige flag? I say because I think there's – it's a spectrum, right? Because sometimes people are too busy with work or their family to have hobbies. Like just because you don't have hobbies doesn't mean that you're a bad person or a boring person. You just have other things going on that might take up more of your time. And I mean – what someone constitutes as a hobby, another person might not see as that way, or they might see something that you don't think is a hobby as a hobby. So it's just mm-hmm. too objective. I think this is a beige flag. 
At first, I was thinking red flag, but now I'm kind of leaning toward beige just because, like, I feel like it's hard to say that no one, that that someone has no hobbies at all. Like, it might not be an actual activity, but I think about my dad, for example. I probably would consider him to be someone who has no hobbies, but, I mean, his hobby might be watching Law and Order SVU all day because that's kind of what he does. <laughs> so I feel like it's it's really just like a beige flag because it's hard to really think that there are people out there who literally like they just work and do literally nothing else. Like right. even if you watch TV, that could be your hobby. So for me, it's beige. Yeah. Because like you, if you think about it, would you consider somebody who let's say a guy that you're talking to and you find out, you know, he has a steady job and he works nine to five, but likes his career. It's a decent one, whatever it is. And when he comes home, he takes care of his ailing grandmother for the rest of the day and doesn't have time to really do much of anything else because she's on bed rest and he needs to change her, help her out. Like, are you going to get mad at him and say, oh, well, you don't have hobbies, so I can't date you? Like, no, he's just got life going on. So I don't think that I don't think that a hobby is a good way of judging someone no, but I would I would put that as a beige flag still just because like if he's that consumed with taking care of um, his relative, which is a noble good thing to do, it just makes me wonder like how much bandwidth he'd have for me. Yeah, yeah. In that particular case, of course, but I just think like I got accused of having no hobbies by an ex-partner. He was like, what that's do you just, do? So that's literally and, not true. I was in college, had a job, like was actually had two jobs at the time, was doing a lot. So it's like, and my hobbies were just different from what his hobbies were. It wasn't like I didn't have anything that I did for fun. So yeah, I just think that it's a terrible way to judge someone. So I even hesitate to call it a green flag. I don't even think it's like, it's not a green flag, not a beige flag. It's really not a flag at all. It's just a circumstance. But Let's move on. Let's move on. Next one. Do you want to read this one? Yes. Number three. They say all lives matter. Red flag. I've blocked somebody because of this. <laughs> I literally really? have. Oh, 100%. A girl okay, that went to my high school. What's the background? She just like tweeted it or posted it on she, Instagram? She was very, yeah, on Instagram, on her stories, very passionate about the fact that all lives matter and it's not just about black people. Like there are other ethnicities and other people. And I was like, you know what? facts but I tried to like talk to her about it and she was very much so on the scale of like it's everyone even including like Caucasian people like everyone that it's like not necessarily intended to exclude but not definitive of and not the reason why it was why Black Lives Matter was created she was kind of using it as the anti to Black Lives Matter and Mm -hmm. um you know I'm Again, not one for super big political movements and shows like that, but I don't think that it was appropriate the way that she utilized it. And so I blocked her. To me, I'm going to say it's a red flag because, like, if you're just saying it in response to someone saying Black Lives Matter, to me, it shows you have a pretty, uh, like, myopic, short sighted understanding of the point of the movement. I think there are like very legitimate criticisms about the organization itself, mm-hmm. but as for like the underlying statement and belief, like if you hear someone say like, you know, I love, you know, cherries and someone says, actually, uh all fruits are delicious. That to me shows someone who's like 
pretty um, like unsophisticated intellectually. Oh yeah. So yeah. red flag. Red flag. Okay, number four. Ooh, this one's hot. <laughs> That's a hot topic. They say there are only two genders. Red flag, beige flag, or green flag? Uh, beige. It really just depends on the type of person you are. Everybody doesn't see it the same way. I don't think enough people in the world are on the same page about the gender question. And it's 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 a hot topic right now. So... For me, I wouldn't count this at all as a as a red or green because it's not going to turn me off, but it's not going to like necessarily attract me to them even more. It's just a a neutral beige. To me, I think I'm like at the risk of like just agreeing with you on everything. I'm also going to put this as a beige flag. Like if you're someone who is going on the internet and like has a really bigoted Twitter account where you're like responding to matt walsh and ben shapiro saying yeah you're right there are only two genders like that to me is a red flag um but if you're someone who just like has a fundamentally different view of the world than i do then like i that's something that i would not be opposed to being with like i don't think that couples have to see eye to eye on every single social issue or political issue i think what matters is like the underlying values that two people have more so than how they manifest in specific views about specific topics. Right. Well said. And well said. Uh, 58% of women said that that was a red flag for them. And only 34% of men said that it is a red flag to say that there are only two genders. Wow. I'm surprised by the 58% of women saying that. You, it, did you expect it to be higher or lower? Higher. I think because I feel like women are usually more empathetic to that type of conversation. And and I don't know, I feel like they would be a little bit more um, accepting of the antithesis, the other idea that there are more than two genders. Yeah, what's interesting is that like, there has been some research that shows that over the last few years, we've seen the pendulum actually move towards people being more against um, LGBT causes and LGBT issues, even like in terms of perceptions of, of gay couples and approval of gay couples and gay marriage, people have actually gotten more conservative on that socially. And yeah, I think I kind of expected that number to be roughly around there. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Next up, yeah, they are so unbothered that they never ask for details. This is a red flag for me. Yeah, it's a red flag. They don't love you. <laughs> like, yeah, they just <laughs> if you're not interested, if you're not asking me questions, if you're not trying to check in on me, it's a red flag. Like, I'm sorry. You have to ask questions because asking questions is the basis of getting to know someone. And if you don't want to get to know someone, you simply do not like them. Yeah. If you just don't care, then to ask for details or to know more, then you just don't care about me. No, not at all. Period. <laughs> all right. Glad we agree. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Rapid fire. Next. Um, they identify as a communist. Red flag. Like, come on. It, if it's, <laughs> it can't even be a joke. Like, some people joke about it, and it's kind of funny depending on the context. But, like, if you are sitting there and you say, I'm a communist, I get it. Some communist principles might seem fine and fun and dandy, but y- you want your freedom. At least I want my freedom. 
I would like my freedom as well. <laughs> yeah, that's a black people thing. Let's keep it going. <laughs> 64% of women and 64% of, wow, more men said that that was a red flag. Great. Um, the next one, they listen to Joe Rogan. Honestly, honestly, um, I listen to Joe Rogan. So I, I like can't. Joe Rogan in a way. So <laughs> no, it's like, you know, okay, if your person, if it becomes like a personality trait, like some guys are like Andrew Tate about Joe Rogan for yeah. whatever reason, and I don't understand it, then red flag. But if they just happen to listen and they just like it, Green flag, honestly, because some Joe Rogan says a lot of cool stuff. He's very motivational in his own way. You know, he's an interesting podcaster, and you have a lot to learn from him. So, yeah, and I also like your personality. I don't listen to Joe Rogan for Joe Rogan. I listen to it for the people that he talks to. He has really interesting conversations with a wide variety of people across. Like they talk about health and science and like social stuff. So, I, I. to me, I put that as a beige or, or green flag. It's definitely not a red flag. But it's like, don't make flag. it like your whole identity. If it was like they listen to Andrew Tate, that's a red flag. 100% yeah. full stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was 55% of women and 35% of men counted that as a red flag. I see that. It's understandable. Men like him a lot more. Um, the next one, they identify as conservative. I don't care what you identify as personally. I really don't. As long as, because the conservative title comes with a stigma that you don't see women as an equal. So if you have this idea that women should be submissive, I'm cutting you out. Like, no, you're mm-hmm. not. That's not, I don't need that type of traditional value in my life. That's a red flag. But if you're just conservative because you have a certain set of beliefs, because you don't want higher taxes, because you feel like you should keep the money that you earn, so many arguments could go into this. I'm not counting this as a red flag. I'm not necessarily counting it as a green flag either. This is another beige flag because it depends on the person and how they utilize it. Yeah. So for me, this is like, this is again, beige because conservative can mean so many different things. Like you said, it can mean, I believe that people should be able to use firearms to protect themselves. That's something I 100% agree with. It could also mean that you believe that we should be rounding up every child who was born here to undocumented parents, but is an American and think that they should be kicked out of the country. So that a conservative could mean a lot of different things. And like human beings are so diverse in their opinions that like, it's so hard to just put everyone under one bucket. I I personally like have a strong aversion to people who like putting people into buckets and classifying them as like this per- this this group of people is all terrible. This group of people is all good. People who agree with me are right. People who agree with me are the devil. I avoid doing that. So to me, I put it as beige. Yeah, I want I agree with you on that one too. I mean. The bucket thing, I, I can't stand that either. I don't like when people try to label you as as a bad person who don't even know your heart just because of what you follow or, or what political party you you say you're a part of. It's dumb. Um, yeah. <clears throat> do you want to do the next one? Next up, they refuse to see the Barbie movie. 53% of women call this a red flag. 31% of men say that this is a red flag. I have not seen it. I also have not seen it. 
and I, I would refuse to see it. I just <laughs> haven't seen it. And like, it's a movie. Yeah. I think whoever wrote this question, whoever answered, yes, it's a red flag to this question is a red flag. Yeah, really, because like, it's yeah, it's just a TV show. Like, it's just TV. I don't understand. Like, maybe if it's like, ugh, Barbie's for girls. And like, if that's why you're refusing it, then yeah, red flag, because just grow up. It's a movie. But if you don't want to see the Barbie movie, that's that's fine. It's I, fine. I haven't <laughs> seen it either. Like, there are people who just simply do not want to go and don't really have a reason. I'm, I, yeah. Um, the next one, pretty low on in terms of who voted for this as a red flag. Um, they own a gun. Twenty-seven percent of women and thirteen percent of men. I'm really surprised <laughs> that this number is only twenty-seven percent for women. This makes me wonder about the population. Like, who did they ask? Yeah. And really, really obviously, weird. like if the conservator conservative question is as he- is as I guess heavily a red flag for people. I'm imagining that these aren't all conservative minded people. So true. Interesting. So for I think this is context dependent. So I live in New York City. It is very, 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 very hard, borderline impossible to get a gun in New York City. If you have a gun in New York City and you have it illegally, that is a major red flag. (laughs) If you are a lawful gun owner and you have a concealed carry permit, to me, I put that as... uh, I put it as like beige to green for me. Just Mm. because, like, if you look at the data on, like, who commits crimes in America, like, concealed carry um, gun holders or gun owners, like, have a lower rate of crime than, like, the police. And I'm not going to get into how much police commit the crimes, but in terms of, like, actually being convicted of things, people who own guns legally and have a concealed carry license basically do not commit crimes. And that, to me, is something that is... I want in a partner, obviously, I don't want someone who's going to be in and out of prison. Yeah, you want like a hot guy who like has a gun. Yeah. And, like somebody's bothering <laughs> you in the parking lot. And so they're like, like a shady parking lot. And he lot. just pulls it up. He's like, <laughs> he you just... got something to say? <laughs> ooh, that's ooh, yeah, exactly. Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> that's hot. That's a green flag. Okay. We continue. Wait, what was it for you? I'm sorry. I got carried away. I got carried away. I So I live in Tennessee. I grew up here for most of my life, even though I was born in um, Chicago, which is more of a liberal state. But people here have concealed carries. I know many people around me. And you never feel unsafe. If anything, it makes me feel safer in some sense because mm-hmm. they're good people. Um, and yeah, I guess the I, the only argument I would have is like having kids around or having kids with somebody who has a gun in the house and like they have to be responsible, have it locked up in a safe, mm-hmm. all of that. Because it's like the same thing as having a pool at your house when you have kids. You don't want them to fall in and, and accidentally perish because they drowned. So um, you don't want any mistakes with that either. So they own a gun. I wouldn't put it as a red flag. I don't think it's a red flag. I've gone to Texas, shotguns with my cousins who own guns. Um, I just think it's a matter of being responsible with it when you have that license and have in pl- where you place it. So yeah, not a red flag for me either. 
Lena, I think people are going to listen to this and think that we're both like hardcore Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was moderate. <laughs> they really like, are, only, They are. Like the only thing we, they're going to hear that we listen to Joe Rogan, that we think <laughs> communists are terrible, that, yeah. The only thing we're missing <laughs> is like a MAGA hat <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I mean, that's how people are going to look at us. Like we're hard, they're going to think we're hardcore Trumpers. It doesn't even matter what we say at this point. So. Honestly, you know what? I'm okay because I haven't seen many women out here talk about being okay with owning guns and being okay with a conservator, con- a conservative man in their life. And you know what? Or Joe Rogan, for a matter of fact. So, you know, as long as we're not communists, I think we're okay. We or they're going to think we're pickneys, that we're just doing this for male attention. What type of male attention? Apparently not the right type. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, we're like trying to get more women to listen to this podcast, actually. So we're not we're not yeah. doing this for that. It's, these are the questions. These are just the questions. Figure out your red flags, too, as you go along. Um, let's see. Yeah. Okay, now we're getting into some, some fun ones. Uh, they watch reality dating shows. 26% of women and 29% of men said this was a red flag. To me, this is a green flag for a guy. Like, if a guy's like, you know what? I like The Bachelor. It's interesting to me, and I'm going to watch it. That, to me, shows that a guy is confident, that he doesn't feel pressured to conform to any sort of standard of what a man is supposed to be like, quote, unquote. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like, if he's into it, then, like, cool for him. I love that he would not feel pressure to conform or stop doing things that he enjoys um, just because he's expected to not like something as a man. Green flag. Yeah, I say green flag as well. I've watched several dating shows um, more recently since college, and they show you a lot about the inner workings of a relationship. And I feel like there's a lot to learn from these people, although it is exaggerated and um, in, in the shows. I think that that exaggeration actually highlights some really, really great points about what it's like to be in a true relationship with someone that's like not hot and in bikinis all day on an island. <laughs> so, um, yeah, green flag. I think that d- dating shows have become much more gender neutral over time. Like things like Flavor of Love or um, I Love New York or The Bachelor used to be like very, very like women heavy. But now yeah. I think a lot of people are into Love is Blind on Netflix. Yes, yes, I I am. I watch every season, even though it's dumb and it's really bad. And I know that they have a lawsuit now, so I'm really sorry. Wait, what? About what? Okay, so last – was it last season? I believe it was last season. Oh, I forgot his name, Um, the couple. But they looked like the worst couple on the show, honestly. Everybody was, like, very surprised that they ended up getting married. Um, But they came out after the show and said that they were – they wanted to, like, sue Love is Blind because – they basically only fed them alcohol. Like they hardly ever got like the like water. So like every time you see a cast member, it's always with like wine in hand mm-hmm. and they're being portrayed while they're very much so like intoxicated. Like you can tell they're drunk. Um, they're held on these dates for long hours with like minimal food. So they're basically like starved and like sheltered, like all of their identity is taken away before they get on the show. So like you can't have your phone, you can't have your wallet, like no ID, no nothing. Um, And they really try to instigate scenarios where it looks bad for the entertainment sake of TV. So 
I, the couple that is in question, um, the woman had had like a panic attack when they went to Mexico for a honeymoon and they didn't tell the man in the relationship. And he came, they told him just to come back to the hotel room and just go in and they didn't give him any context as to what was happening. So he like found her in the closet crying and he's trying to figure out what's wrong because she's in the middle of a panic attack. But then he's like forced to stay in there and they wanted him to go in with just a mic so they could get that piece of entertainment because they thought that it would look like a fight was happening and so they could like profit off of it for the show. Um, And then he came back and said like, no, she was having a panic attack. They should have done something about it. They should have helped her versus like trying to just record her and make it fun for the audience. Um, So yeah, there's like, it kind of makes you wonder what else happens behind the scenes of these shows. Have you ever seen Unreal? No. What's Unreal? It is a it was so, so good. Like I it's I'm gonna say it was on Lifetime, but it was actually like a very good Lifetime show, like very high quality production. And it was it's a fictional show produced by one former bachelor um producer. And basically they just uh create a the show is the premise of the show is like seeing all the inner workings of a reality TV show and all the terrible things that they actually do to contestants. So the fact that wow. someone who used to work on The Bachelor made that show and like from what I gather, they say it's like like there's some like over the top scenes, but like it's like decently accurate um, to me lets me know that like, yeah, these shows don't really treat people very, very well behind the scenes, no, but still very, not at all. very entertaining nonetheless. Yeah. Wow. I need to watch Unreal because I would love something like you that. You have to. It is so, oh my gosh, Lena, it is so good. So good. And it's already done, so you can just binge watch the entire thing. Oh, cool. I'll tap in for sure. Cool. Um, there was one. Do you remember? I don't know if you watched it. I believe it was on TLC as well, but it was about friends. Like, it was like confessing to your friends. Um, so, like, it would be like, no. Like a guy and a girl, maybe like childhood friends or whatever, and they're just and so they like follow them around with the camera crew. But I think they give them some other type of excuse as to why they're recording, and then it's like one friend <laughs> who confesses to the other to see if they like them, and then they would either get together or not. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it sounds so good. It does sound great. And so yeah, but- I miss that show a lot. I used to watch it all the time. Did they typically get rejected? Honestly, it was like half and half. Okay, 50-50. It was it really was. And sometimes you could tell you were like, don't do it. Like don't you know what you know what you're But then sometimes you would think that they were actually like really good and the other person really liked them. And then it was like, no, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Do you, that has to like that has to be the end of the friendship though, right? Oh, like yeah, how do you come back would- from that? <laughs> they would do a follow-up. Like, you know how um at the end of some shows or <sighs> have you watched Beyond Scared Straight? Yes. <laughs> and like sometimes they would put at the end the synopsis of like what happens later. Like this kid mm-hmm. is doing well in school now. He's like getting better grades and yeah. after going on the show. So they did that with this one and it would tell you like, oh, like they de- they decided to try out dating or whatever and then they ended up breaking up and now they're not friends or they continued their friendship and they're still going strong. So it was so, it was fun, but sometimes it was very, very heartbreaking. 
You need to figure out the name of that thing for me. I do. Oh, I, I do. Watch. I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay. All right. Next. They are into astrology. 20% of women said that this is a red flag. Big gap between men and women here. 41% of men say that this is a red flag. I see why men think it's a red flag. Um, <laughs> uh, as an astrology girly myself. <laughs> no. Okay. I have CoStar on my phone. Okay. And have I convinced some people to get it? and add me so I could see our compatibility chart? Yes. However, I'm not a serious astrology girl. I don't ascribe to that. I don't think people align with their signs completely. I do think that sometimes it's a coincidence and it kind of happens. But the only thing I'll say is Virgo men are terrible. (laughs) And that's it. It's okay. Is this a red flag? Was Grasshopper a Virgo? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I can see why you'd feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but it is a red flag. It's a red flag. When somebody, like you said, puts you in a bucket, this is this applies to earlier, when they put you in a bucket and they box you in because of something that you have, in this case, no control over, which is the month that you were born and what zodiac you fall yeah. under, then yes, it's a problem. If they do it, if they like astrology, like I like astrology, but it's just for fun, where, you know, they just pull up the chart to see what it says, but it doesn't, it's not like they're sitting here like putting together concoctions of lavender and sage in their bathtub and saying chance in order to align themselves because Mercury's in retrograde now, so they don't want their life to go to crap. Like, no, that's not. That's not that smart. kind of sounds like an actual witch, though. So yeah, that would very be a much so. <laughs> That's I'll tell you, a, I'll tell you a story. So one time, I was going to the deli at my local supermarket, and you know, just ordering regular stuff. And the guy who's working behind the counter was, you know, nice talking to me. And then randomly, he asks me, "What time were you born?" I'm just like, um, ex- "Excuse me." And he wanted to know, like, the time I was born, the month I was born, because I I don't know, like, what sort of mathematics he was doing in his mind to try to figure out if I was compatible with him based on whatever stuff he believes about the moon or stars or whatever. But that, to me, made me feel very, very uncomfortable because, like, don't go up to strangers and ask them what time they were born. That sounds really, really predatory and creepy. Um, yeah. That made me feel super uncomfortable. And then just also as like a Christian, I feel like as a believer, astrology doesn't align with being a Christian because the Bible talks about like not like reading the stars and that sort of thing. And because I want a guy who is really Christian, uh, for me, it would be a red flag to date a guy who is into astrology. Mm, okay. I think a woman that's into astrology is much more fun than a man. And I know <laughs> sexist, whatever. It's very, it's a choice. I'm sorry to say it. But if the guy is really into astrology and he's sitting here asking me what time I'm born, I'm turned off. But if a girl, he comes up to me, <laughs> but if a girl comes up to me and was like, Oh, what time were you born? It's kind of cute. Like I can kind of see it. I've definitely like, I've, I've tried it and I've done it to guys who I've known had like a thing for me. But, like, I wasn't as into them. But I was like, oh, yeah. what time were you born? And they stuck around. I was like, okay, you're serious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like 
like if you weren't serious, I couldn't ask that and you'd be here. So yeah, just if she's serious about astrology to the point where she's like telling you she can't date you because you're a Taurus, like red flag. And if it's I will a say planet, red flag in general. It is a red flag if a guy is like against it because he thinks it's a stupid thing that women do. Mm. If you just hate that, like the way a man feels about astrology, even though I don't participate in it, could be an indication of just how he thinks about women in general. And he might think down on women. So true. that to me also could be a, a red flag there. Yeah. Okay, All next right. up. I'm tired of the pol- political ones. I want to do fun ones. The next let's skip one, that one then. Yeah, let's just skip it. This one is fun. They frequently post on social media. I feel like it's kind of hot if a guy doesn't post on social media. That to me is like, yeah. Is it a red flag if he frequently posts? It's a it's I'm, a red flag. The TikTok boys. The TikTok boys. It, you know, it depends on the platform. You're a hundred percent right. If okay, a guy true, is like, true, true. if a guy He's, like, no, 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 no. Hold up. It's the ones. It's the ones that are like. On, on yeah, no, exactly. No, like, we're not doing the penguin dance, okay? We're not doing that. <laughs> that whole thing on Instagram, that to the me, lip red flag. No, no. This number. That's a red flag. But the Hard guy who cuts flowers and like teaches you how to make bouquets, green yes. flag. He's such a green flag. He's a green flag, 100%. Guys who like... I don't know if you've got like a, a sports thing going and you like to live tweet through the Super Bowl or any games. Like I'm active on Twitter during the Colorado games and the Northwestern <laughs> games. So I can't say it's a red flag if a guy does that too. Facts, facts, facts. But okay. only 19% of women said that was a red flag, 24% of men. Wow. Yeah, no. I So overall I say red flag flag but it depends on the topic it's a beige flag it, de- it's beige. it depends on the topic it is it is a beige flag it's a beige flag okay skipping that one um they take candid pictures of you i say this one for me is a green flag it this- could be creepy but i think it's green just because like if you like seeing what i look like in my like natural state without being superposed or whatever and you just want to have photos of different memories that to me i appreciate i think that'd be a green flag i take candid photos of people that i care about too so i can't call that a red flag <laughs> Yeah, I grew up with a mom that videotaped everything. So we have like everything that's recorded, Christmases, train rides, random mundane days. Like it's it's really, really nice. So I think like candid photos are actually very touching. I think that it's a red flag if they take a candid photo that you don't like of yourself and post it or share it with oh, others, yeah. mm-hmm. then that's a red flag. Okay, I yeah, agree there. If you're if they're doing things to Im- purposefully embarrass you, red flag, mm, red flag. But otherwise, it's a very thoughtful thing. Um and let's see the next one. They prefer cow milk over any non-dairy milk. Uh green flag. I like ice cream, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like yogurt. Green flag. Let's continue. Okay. Green flag. Researching. <laughs> For best deals and rates before buying, that is a green flag. Green flag. Why would you want somebody financially irresponsible? Exactly. Like you don't you don't necessarily want someone who's like miserly, but 
yeah, you want someone who's like gonna be responsible with your finances. Sure, green flag, very green flag. She said miserly. Like we all know, I'm gonna look that word up later. (laughs) They read. Apparently, I don't. I'm a red flag. Um, yeah i don't read enough books i started reading this um (laughs) this like christian billionaire romance story and yeah (laughs) i guess that's i'm not a i'm not a red flag anymore but yeah how could breeding be a red flag it's not it's really not (laughs) yeah it doesn't oh he's literate red flag okay Uh, uh they look better in person how is that yeah, a red flag? That's good. You want someone who's even hotter than you anticipated that they'd be. So green flag. Yeah. Why would you want somebody that only looks good in pictures? Then okay. what are you looking at? That oh, was a long weird. list. But we that made was it. a long list. We made it all the way. That was like, what, 25? And we're at the 50 minute mark. Okay. Let's. Let's try to run through, and we wanted to talk about a TikTok that had been going viral. Can we save that for the next episode? I'm okay with that. Okay, because we need to get into Colorado. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) do you want to get into Colorado as like a... We can record it as like a bonus episode. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so there's a TikTok. That has been going viral on the internets. Okay. Because a woman and a man together, they're a couple, were interviewed in one of those, like, I don't know, Miami street interviews. And someone asked about, like, what they think an appropriate price for an engagement ring is and whether or not they should get engaged. So bear with me. I'm going to be playing this out of my phone, but let Let's just let's just play it. I hope this comes. We can through. just listen to it. I think your screen won't show it. I will post it. I will like find a way to superimpose it onto this video, and you'll hear it clearly. But now I'm just playing it for for Lita. So, do you want to like listen to it all the way through? I kind of want to like stop and react and talk about things based on how. Yeah, this... yeah, yeah. We'll okay. stop. All right. Let's start with part one on TikTok. This is from. How long have you been together? This is from. <laughs> this is from at the desirable truth on TikTok. If you can't see it, uh, it's a man who's interviewing a couple, man and woman. Uh, the girl is answering the questions first. How long have you been together? Three years. Three years. Three years. Has he proposed to you yet? No. No, not yet. It's coming. Uh, it's- let's stop there. Okay. Red flag, if you've been with someone for three years and you're, like, in your mid-20s, why haven't you proposed yet? Literally. No, that's too long. I don't care who you are. What are you waiting for? Like, it's one thing if it's, like, okay, we've been together for three years, we started dating at 17. But, like, if you're, like, 27 and you've been with a guy and now you're 30, what, like, what is a hold What is up? If you, especially if they live together. Don't even get me started. (laughs) Let's just keep going. (laughs) Let's keep going. You guys live together now? Yes. yes. Hmm. A year and a year. So why would he put a ring on it then if he's already getting everything? That's a good question. That is a good question. That's a good question. Because they're living together. That? Yeah, exactly. Like she's already like and if she's living together, that means she's definitely like doing domestic labor for him. She's cooking for him. 
So, like, they've been living together for a year and a half already, and he hasn't proposed yet. He said, he said, not yet. When is yet to come? Well, let's listen and find out what he says. <laughs> He's getting the wifey. Okay, you got it. What? <laughs> Why would you put a ring on it if we already live together? If I'm already doing wifey shit. I, I genuinely love you. Oh. So when you plan on proposing, you starting something. Why do I need a ring to show you my love and dedication to you when I do that on a daily basis? So he went from, the guy asked, are you proposing? Then he says, no, not yet, to why do I need to propose if I'm showing you love on a daily basis? I don't understand that logic. This is a red flag. This is a red flag. He wants somebody who's treating him, I guess, like doing everything for him as a wife would, but doesn't want to actually marry her, but loves her genuinely enough to want to marry her maybe one day in the future that he so-called says. But it just sounds like a big excuse to me. It's not, he doesn't want her. No, obviously not. Like to me, to me, it's like obvious that he doesn't want to marry her. But let's let's keep a ring is making it official. Yeah, there's no such thing as official. You love each other. It's just like a ring is making it official. Everybody got their own opinion, so it's just like <laughs> she's a female, so a female going to have their own opinion anyway. You're single until married, in my opinion. That term don't. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta, let's okay, finish okay, it out. Let's okay, finish it okay. out. Shit, finish. shit to me. At <laughs> <Yeah>, all. <laughs> I'm being all the way authentic so with you. I'm being authentic with you. I'm being 100 with you. That term you just said don't mean shit. I don't understand what he was saying near the end. But, like, let's let's go back to what he said word for word. He said that a, a female is, like, She's a female, so females are going to have an opinion on everything anyway. Yeah, he doesn't respect women. And he definitely doesn't no. respect the women that he's with. No, And then not what at she all. said, I 100% agree, you're single until you're married. Exactly. It's not, so why it's are not you, that. Why are you moving it that, with him? And it's not the, to say that when you're in a relationship with someone, boyfriend, girlfriend, right? Or you, you have a title. You should still be committed to that person. You should still be doing right by them, respecting them, you know, staying faithful to them. But you don't have, I guess, true 100% commitment, I feel like, until you have a ring. And I don't, I know that for some people, that's like, it's not always that everybody likes that um, or thinks that way or feels that way. Because, I mean, you do have many couples out there who honestly, don't believe in marriage, don't get married and they're committed and they have their lives. They have kids. They, Mm -hmm. you know, have a very fulfilling life. But I do think that this is something that should be talked about before you get into a relationship with someone that's serious because you need to know what your definition of committed is. And that's on the both of them for not making that clear. That's on her for not drawing that boundary with him, staying with him for that long Moving in together, doing these duties. I mean, you can't blame him for this. Because no. she was she was a factor in it as well. However, she needs to figure out the truth because I feel like she's right. This did the dig up some stuff for them. It really that they did. need I to figure just, out. 
want to add you can't really see it she is gorgeous and he is he's there he's not he's there i just want to okay so i hear this like oh it's just she says a ring makes it official and he's like oh that's your opinion and females are gonna have opinions if it's just like if it is nothing to you if ring doesn't mean anything then why can't you marry her Right. If, like, if it's if it's just a piece of paper, it's got no impact on anything to you. Then what's the big issue? Just signing this thing that you think is just a piece of paper. Right. If you have no issue with it, you should be able to do it. It's the people who have something that they say, you know, I don't want to marry because I don't want my taxes to change. I don't want this to change. Like really, real life thing. I mean, I I don't know, but I could see it. And if they have that conversation, at least they're being honest with you about it. But for people that just, like you said, have no reason whatsoever, then why not? All right, let's play part two. This is the part that (sighs) really went viral. Do you have any expectations for how much the ring should cost? No, she don't care about like I'm, that. Name. Yeah, Price. I'm not materialistic in prices. So. She's really more so a thoughtful girl. Like, like it's a thought down there. Fifteen hundred dollar ring would be just fine with yeah. you. No. <laughs> don't say no. Don't show up. Don't say no. Okay, what do you think about that? She she says, I'm not materialistic. But then the guy says, Okay, how would you feel about a fifteen hundred dollar ring? And she's like, No, 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 that's not going to cut it. Okay, I don't. Somebody who's truly not materialistic wouldn't really care because they could just get a gold band or something as a symbol mm-hmm. of of dedication like that and be okay with it. But I wouldn't necessarily call her materialistic. I feel like she ha- that's a standard. And yeah, fifteen hundred really isn't a lot. I'm paying more for a pilot's license right now. So <laughs> right. I paid more than that on for like bags. My iPhone costs fifteen hundred bucks. Are you kidding me? Right. So it's like really as a show of dedication to another person, marriage, a contract, something where you're putting yourself in that position. And let me say divorce is not easy. Is one of the hardest things you can go through emotionally, financially. Um And it puts, even if you have a family, you know, like kids, it puts them through strain. So it's like, because of the effort of how, of like the risk that you're putting yourself in being in this type of legal arrangement, you should have a bigger show of commitment with the symbol of your marriage, i.e. the ring. Get some skin in the game. Yeah. 1500 won't cut it. It won't cut it. (laughs) And it's also like context dependent. Like if you're with someone who is making $500,000 a year and they get you a $1,500 ring, that to me is different than someone who's making 60 grand giving you a $1,500 ring. Very or 20 grand. Very context dependent. Yeah, like it he- really does depend on your income. And really to me, that's the measure. It's like your income versus like, I guess how much of that income would show your 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 soul or your heart or your commitment because if you don't have a lot to give but you're putting everything you can into this then mm-hmm. obviously you really truly mean it and like y'all can get married work it up whatever but like you said if it's if you're making 500k a year and you're giving me a $1500 ring like you don't like me I'm I'm not here like no, we're, we're not sure. doing this we're not also if you're making 60 grand but you buy like a $50,000 ring that to me is like 
wait, so you're going to go into $50,000 debt that I now have to help you pay for because you bought a ring that you couldn't afford. Yeah, buy rings that you can afford. Exactly. It's a balancing act. Like, don't mortgage your ability to buy a house for an engagement ring. No, yeah. You have to be smart about it. And that should be a conversation that you have with your significant other. Like, you can talk to them about what price of ring you can afford and, like, what you can do about that and, like, what's okay. Because honestly, like, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, every woman doesn't know how much her engagement ring costed. That's true. All right. Let's keep going because this gets interesting. Because when, when did anybody ever propose to you? Did you hear what he said? So she says, no, $1,500 is gonna not going to work. And then he says, no, don't show up. Don't say no. Because when, when did anybody ever propose to you? Don't when did say anybody no. ever propose to you? When did any, every, anybody ever propose to you? That's a crazy thing to say to somebody that you're in a relationship with. Uh-uh. <laughs> that makes her feel mm. so small. And she's just there like, <laughs> like I, she, probably she, super embarrassed. I hope she left him. Oh, I hope. I hope. Nobody proposed to me yet. Exactly. So why would a $1,500 ring mean anything? That's a good question. Exactly. But that's what I expect. No, that's what you expect. And it's because you're too picky. Okay. Guess I'm too picky. So now the insults come. Oh, wow. So now it's don't be materialistic. But now because you expect more than a $1,500 ring, now you're picky. And nobody's proposed to you before. So you really should be happy with the $1,500 ring. So basically what he's saying is you should be happy with anything that anybody gives you. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, even if it's the, literally the bare minimum, he went from, yes, no, I haven't proposed yet. I love her <laughs> to uh, females always have an opinion on something to uh, $1,500 too much for a ring because, like, who has ever proposed to you to you're too picky if you even expect me to spend $1,500 on something? Yeah. The bar, it just keeps getting lower. Guess I'm too picky then. Yes, I know you're too picky. <laughs> Seems like you guys love each other very much. Yeah, I love yes. this so much. Like, like, <laughs> a ring right. doesn't matter. A ring okay. doesn't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. It's just, it matters in a certain aspect, yeah. but it symbolizes like art. It's materialistic. I, when I first saw that video, I felt like, oh my gosh, like she's too good for him. Like I really feel sorry for her. By the end of that video, watching it a second time and seeing her like so quickly go back on what she thought was important just to cave to him by saying, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I am too picky. It is materialistic. I don't feel sorry for her. I wonder if she was just trying to save face because there was a camera there. And that's I the, would hope that's the only thing I could say, because if she was if she was really serious about the fact that she was caving in and 100 percent agreeing with him and like. I guess just being submissive to his ideas of her, then yeah, she deserves it. Because you put your, I mean, like I said, she put herself in that situation as well. I mean, you have to communicate these types of things with your partner and you don't live with somebody for that long and not have your, like her basic needs of what she wants, let's say her basic wants is that she wants to get married, but she decided to move in with the man who's not committing to her in the way she wants to be committed to. And that's, the fault of her for not sticking up for herself. Yeah. And I mean, even let's say you're her and in that position and he proposes with 
with a $1,499 ring. He proposes with a $1,400 ring because you're not worth $1,500 to him. Does that even, like, feel good? No. It's like, you just, you basically had to beg for it. You know he didn't want to. You know he thinks it doesn't mean anything. He knows you think you don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like, that that to me is, like, not even, like, something that you're jumping for joy for. That to me is is what so many people call just a shut up ring. Yeah. It's like, okay, you wanted me to propose to you, fine, whatever, I'll propose. Yeah. But then they have, like, an eight-year, ten-year engagement, and he's basically just holding out until he can actually find the woman that he cares to be with because he obviously does not love her. Yeah. You said it. I don't yeah. – I have nothing more to say. <laughs> nothing more to say. All right. I wish we could finish on a more positive note, but we're getting – we're coming up on time. Yep. An hour plus into this. So we wanted to talk about Colorado. We are going to save Colorado for a bonus episode. The clock is the clock is ticking and we need to go. So you can Lena, contact us. You can contact us anywhere. By following us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Take It To Go or by emailing us at TakeItToGoPod at gmail.com. And before you leave, before we move on, please take a second, let us know what you think of the podcast, rate us and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. We currently have five reviews on Apple Podcasts. Let's make that 10. Let's just be ambitious. Let's double it. Let's make it 10 by the next episode that's going to come out in two weeks. So give us five stars. Yeah, five stars. Like, I honestly, like, I don't even want a four-star review because what is it that would make you dock us just one star? Yeah. Like, if you're going to dock us, at least tell us what's up. Like, be honest about it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if you got a problem with this, like, I like say with your chest, like, give us one star. (laughs) I just want you to be honest. Don't just be that petty and give us four stars. Anyway, that is all for now. For now, I'm Kiara. You can follow me on tiktok instagram at the kiara danielle and i'm lena you can follow me at flying with lena on instagram thanks for listening and we'll see you on our next ride bye